What's good, sneaker hype family? You are locked into another episode of the number one independent sneaker podcast with your brothers Chris, Hello. Drew, Sharon, and myself, Brandon. This is episode 100 of For 100. the Love of Hype. 100. So let's have some fun today. Uh, first and foremost, damn. I never thought <laughs> when I started this that this would last this damn long, um, but we're here, and uh, I could not be happier. I appreciate uh, all that have listened, all that have found, all 6,000 of you that have downloaded. Uh, let's, let's up that number for sure, but still getting the number 6,000 is fucking huge for me. Very big, um, <laughs> yes, that's what she said, um, <laughs> but I... Uh, <laughs> I appreciate uh, all you. I appreciate Dan, uh, who started this journey with me. Uh, he was the original co-host along with me uh, when I came to him with the idea in Walmart. Yes, in Walmart. Uh, dropped the idea to him. He said, sure, why not? He collected sneakers. I collected sneakers and started a podcast when people didn't believe me, didn't want to jump in, didn't want to do it. Uh, but now everybody has their goddamn opinions of how I should do my podcast. So for all y'all that think you should tell me how to run this shit, you should have jumped on board from the beginning. I would have valued mm. your opinion way fucking more. But mm. the three gentlemen here uh, on this podcast now, uh, they were kind of there for the iteration of it. They heard me talking about starting it um, at, at SG and... Um, they knew what I was doing, uh, listen. So they were some of the early listeners to this. So I appreciate and love you guys for that uh, because that motivated me in a way to, to have my friends listen and, and share and critique uh, that actually, you know, wanted to put value into it. Uh, secondly, I want to thank uh, Brian Farkas, my second co-host uh, that did a lot of the pods with me um, and the pandemic kind of slowed things down when we were doing it, but we still pushed through as much as we could uh, until he couldn't do it anymore. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, but I love him and thank him so much because he helped carry it to the next segment of where the pod is now. Uh, so thank you to you, Brian. And again, thank you to you, Dan. Uh, Dan still runs the actual Instagram page. So anytime you see post, that's Dan. So shout out to him. Uh, Dan, put some more content up there, please. Appreciate you. Uh, but <laughs> gentlemen, uh, to you guys, I thank you. Uh, we started, uh, we talked about this before the new year began. Uh, we, we said we were going to do it. It actually, we dropped our first pod together collectively on New Year's Eve, which is, or it was New Year's Day. It's New Year's Day New or New Year's, Year's Eve? New Year's Day. Uh, so that's how we started off the year. Uh, was yep. with you guys being on the pod and we started a new chapter uh, for the love of hype with these three gentlemen that I absolutely love. Uh, one that is literally family, Jew, uh, and Chris and Sharon, who are family because blood couldn't make us any closer anyway. So okay. gentlemen, gentlemen, how does it feel to be on episode 100? How are you guys feeling today? Man. Can, oh, can I just sorry. say something? Can I just say something? Sure. <laughs> Go ahead, you. Last but not least, I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for 
for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you are Sorry, guys. I had to play the extended version of Brandon's speech. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what the nigga really wanted to say. That's what he should have said. Nah, that's a fact. Consistency is key. Uh, yes. Thank you, Jew. <laughs> that shit was yeah, absolutely hilarious. Continue, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's on y'all. I asked how you guys uh, feel to be here for yeah, episode no, 100 and being a part of this. I wanted just to say, uh, number one, like, I'm glad that, you know, we actually got to actually get this done from speaking about it at the office. Um, yeah, we're like, we, during that time, like, we were always, you know, talking about it, talking about, like, when we should do it, how we should play shit out. Um, and, it, you know, things happened where it just didn't fall into place at that, during that time. Uh, but I want to thank you for reaching out to us and, you know, collectively, like, you know, bringing it back together with uh, the original, with not the original group, but our group uh, that discussed it and see if we were down to still do it um, through the separation of not even being at the same, within the same job anymore, let alone being in anybody's office during this time. Uh, so I, I appreciate you bringing us on board. Um, and without you, this, without your, you know, straight, you know, narrow fo narrow focus we wouldn't have this podcast right now yeah man you know yeah for you real. know uh we we was brought together by some slumlords and what have you but <laughs> you know you know jobs don't make friends guys friends make jobs okay you can make of that what you want but these are some guys that i like to be around and that's why we do this shit you know that's we a talk fact all, talk our Preach. shit every week about some dumb shit like Preach. sneakers and shit Preach. yeah it's real i'm just I'm just very thankful that um, it's one. Thank you so much, Brandon, for for bringing us on. You know, this is uh this is your baby, and now you um you let us help you take care of this baby, and you know. Um, <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> you, yeah, you guys with CPS, I appreciate that. <laughs> exactly, but um, it's also just you know the good company of like all four of us. You know, I I like for me personally like. Y'all three are like big brothers for me. You know, I'm the youngest and, um, you know, I really do appreciate being given the chance to be on this platform that is yours. And also like being able to speak to all these people that um, that basically just have the same interests as us in sneakers. And um, yeah, you know, I didn't think obviously, like Chris was saying, we wanted to have this going before. Um, I just didn't think it would um, I would ever be part of like a platform this great so like thank you brandon yeah. thank you guys i mean you guys you guys make it easy to do i mean it doesn't it's not hard to do with with you guys with the with dan with with brian like it was never hard to do this podcast it's literally talking about as you said bullshitting about sneakers every week with people that i care about so it's something that we would talk about anyway via text or when we were in the office, we would just talk about it sitting amongst each other. So why not put it on wax and let the people hear what we say and eventually reach millions of people? Because that is the goal uh, to hear what we really have to say and have it unsolicited and, and really speak the way that we should speak. I mean, uh, it, it's funny to me that uh, one of our brothers, Nate, uh, I remember when I told him that I had Sharon, 
on here and he was just like how the fuck did you get Sharon on there right (laughs) 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 and I was dying laughing when he said it because we know that Sharon is he's not uh in front of the camera type person right and that's fine you don't have to be I don't I don't need to be in front of the camera but if I have to I will right um Jew's definitely the in front of the camera guy Chris is definitely the in front of the camera guy even though Chris works behind the camera too um Uh but it's it's just interesting of the dynamic that we all bring, right? It's, it's, we all are different ages. Uh, we grew up in different towns, cities, right? Still the same state, but we all have our different experiences and you guys are genuine people and it comes across that way. And it, and I want it to continue that way. And it has, and you guys are, you guys are, are the heart of this too. So it's not just me, it's you guys. So I appreciate you guys being on board for sure. I'm glad now, we don't have cameras yet because you would have man, you would have me blushing, possibly uh, crying. This, this is enough of the sappy <laughs> shit. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm over the sappy nah. shit now. Um, so and thank you to the listeners too, man. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out, shout out to all y'all out there. Absolutely. Thank you to the listeners for telling more people to listen and telling those people to listen and telling your mamas to listen. <laughs> we thank you guys for, to, for having this, you know, podcast growing every day. And we appreciate you, and we're doing this for you. So, Absolutely. And, and thank you to that. Our bullshit, because our bullshit is your bullshit now. Mm-hmm. All right? Guys, thank you, thank you to that one person that had told Brandon that I, they thought I was funny that one time. <laughs> it's, 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 it's true. It's true. It is true. And shout out to the one person, because every time I look at the stats, there's always 1% that's other. So Farkas has always said that it was somebody from Mars. So I'm going to say shout out to Mars. Because we probably got somebody up there listening. So, yo, Mars, you lit. <laughs> you lit, Mars. <laughs> All right. So, enough of the savvy shit. Let's get into this. Let's continue to have some fucking fun here. So, I want to start this off with some questions before we get to uh, kind of learning about each other a little bit more and sharing with the people, you know, what kind of brought us the fuck here. Um, so, the first question that I want to ask you guys, and feel free to say whatever the fuck you need to say. Um, <laughs> If there is one thing you can remove from the sneaker game right now, talking at this point in time, what would it be? Reselling. Okay. Okay. I felt like that was a family question. <laughs> like I felt like I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> Reselling. Oh, I almost couldn't get to the button. <laughs> <laughs> Chris said that pretty damn quick. Like it just—I mean, yeah. I, I, like crazy. the whole time when you asked me, the, when you were asking that question, like I felt like you were Steve Harvey and Family Feud. Like you were gonna either look at me like I said something stupid, or like I was just gonna hear a big red. I wish I had the cue no. card so I could give you. All right, Harvey, look. Like, uh, we pulled yeah, 150. I, we pulled me, 150 niggas. Survey says a thousand percent. If I had to remove something from the sneaker game today, reselling. Elaborate. I feel like it, 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 reselling doesn't give a fair opportunity for people that actually want to purchase uh, items, products that like they actually want. You know, it's just like they, I feel like with the resell game, it doesn't hold self-worth. Like there's no value with it to the person that's buying it anymore. What you're saying you know, is there's like, a lot of culture vultures in here. Yeah, it's just a lot of people that are just buying it to just flip it as opposed to like, damn, I really, I, I, I couldn't wait till this sneaker came out. I couldn't wait till this collaboration came out. 
oh damn like yes i can finally i got it now i have it i can cherish it as opposed to reselling they're just buying 25 pairs and just selling it to whoever's the first bidder you know so it's just like it i feel like it takes away uh from like you know the wholesome value of the product right so at, at one point it was uh you know damn i really want these shoes so bad mm-hmm. and yeah i was lucky enough to get them uh, the only way I would get rid of these at this point is if you paid me double, you know, yep. Yep. and then right. that person, the, that person slowly dwindled away and, and the the opportunist slid into that, that void right there. Right. So because I, I a person that's out there that's like, damn, I only have 150, 150 for these sneakers that, yep. that were actually 140, you know, so that one, that $10 is the tax. And then like, they really wanted that shoe now. So they, in their mind, they're just like, I want it. So, like, if somebody comes up and like, oh, I got the sneaker that you want, like a reseller comes up, yo, I got the sneaker that you want. Cool. How much do you want them for? They're they're willing in their minds to pay an extra 50 on top, maybe. Maybe at that, right? I want 380 for them. Now the person that actually wanted this shoe is like, damn, I want them bad, but I I don't got I don't want them 380. I don't want them for 380, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like. I'll take they'll they'll rather take that miss on something that they really wanted because the price is too high from a reseller, you know. So it's it's funny because when I thought of this question, <clears throat> my answer was box, but that ties exactly into this because right. who is getting box resellers? Um, well, resellers, there's no need for a bot. Correct. Well, I mean, well, no, I mean they they need the bots. Someone yes no. the bots. Yes, no. yes, I mean it depends on what what volume that you're you're turning out like if you made this your business to flip sneakers you need bots um so yeah for me it, it was bots for sure because it, to me it goes hand in hand with the reselling purpose um as chris said uh, i know plenty of people that want sneakers for their body me being one of them and i have to wake up and be on whatever site 15 20 minutes prior to Let's let's use sneakers because that's the one that most of us catch an L on. You got to be on there 15 to 20 minutes before. Right. right? And now you there's now there's YouTube videos of how to have better chances. You got to watch the content the night before. Watch several videos. Just let it run. If you don't really have to watch it and it'll give you a better chance or don't don't try to get them in the first three minutes because they kick all the bots out. And they they erase all the orders that way. You do it after. And it's just like, I just want to come on here and have a chance to buy a sneaker that I actually want to wear for my fucking selves, right? And right. you have to deal with all of what I just said now. You have to deal yeah. with the bots, right? It's it's kind of like Warzone. Uh, Call of Duty knew uh, that there was cheaters out here. Uh, they continued to cheat in the game, yet they didn't put in codes to stop people from cheating. Nike knows that there's people out here with bots and they didn't put bots or anything uh, algorithm or coding in there to stop bots until one of their own employees got exposed as because their son was reselling stuff so that was the only time they actually started talking about it publicly and here we are trying to actually buy sneakers now here's the flip side of this because let's not act all innocent about those that actually want to buy them for the body but sees the value in selling them which we've all pretty much all on this podcast have sold sneakers so i've only sold one pair that's fine you still sold i sneaker. sold a sneaker 
There you go. That's fine. <laughs> but only the left side. But just, just, the side yeah. just, just on the left side. That was it. Um, which would be perfect for me right now because I can only put the left side on. Um, but <laughs> but you have people out here that say they want it for the body, right? And and they really get extremely pissed off. But the reason that some of you are really getting pissed off is because you never really wanted it for the body. You just wanted to flip it. Right. And that's the flip side of it, right? But that's so, a that's a chi- that's an egg that we saw come out the chicken, though. Of, co- of course, of course, and I agree. You know, if if niggas wasn't trying to resell, niggas I mean, wouldn't, and a bot wouldn't even be a problem. A re- bot would just be somebody that was lazy who didn't want to wake up that day. But everybody, there'd be enough pairs for everyone because you wouldn't have people buying that wouldn't that didn't even want them. Here, here, I'm gonna go even further, right? Because you make a good point there. I'm gonna go even further. Reselling has been around before what we know reselling as, right? Like right. Chris alluded to, you, you you buy the sneaker. We know what Jordans always do. They sell out. They make, it's a supply and demand. Jordans have always been a supply and demand. Every Saturday, you know, a pair of Jordans is going to come out. It's first come, first serve. You wait in lines. You get the sneakers if you're lucky. You get them in your size. And then you buy them. You may not even get them in your size. You just buy them or you trade with somebody. Hey, yo. At that point in time, the internet is still evolving, right? You, you go on some forum that you find and some random shit and you're like, hey, yo, I got this. Yo, can we trade? You meet up in a shady location. You either get robbed or the transaction goes well. Um, <laughs> and that's how it really was, right? And 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 you would resell. Some people would sell it like, oh, I got it for this, but you know, I'm, I only come up with these for like $100. Okay, cool. But now people are, it's a 600% markup. Right, and you're out here selling them for a, a mortgage, a car payment, and people can barely pay their goddamn phone bills, right? Because they were able to get it, like Chris said, you they were $140, but now you're telling me I got to pay $380 for a pair of sneakers. It's crazy. Yeah. So that that's my my take on that. You know, like even before, like let's say kind of before the resale game, right? You know what I kind of miss? which kind of still happens, but it's like not necessarily the same thing. When you were paying more money pre-release. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. You were, when people used to play, pay pre, pre-release. Still do. Like, like, but it ain't the same though. Like, yeah, it's, it's not the it's, same. It's, it's yeah. not the same. It's not the same as like before. Like now, like nobody's like really hyping up you oh you got them before the day like you know nobody's really hyping up hyping them out like what's hype is that you got them now you just have them of course like, chris because people you, wearing stock x tags so, hanging from like yo shit. how the hell you got these you got these sneakers a, two, a week in advance like you could go to any sneaker shop any sneaker store besides like nike you know but like dr j's vims like yo if you pay 30 dollars like Twenty to fifty dollars more, you you can have them a week a week in advance, mm-hmm. and then like you could you could stun on people before <laughs> before they release mm-hmm. before they release. Now it's like, oh oh, you got them. Word, how much you paid? I can't release that information, dog. I can't release that <laughs> well, information. They, they don't have to do that now, Chris, because these bozos out here are wearing stock X tags hanging off their then, goddamn shoes like it's cool. Bro, Stop like it. even if you got them, even if you got them before they release, you still paid a grip. You yeah. paid a, you. I know yeah. you paid a reset, a resale value. A 
Absolutely. You didn't. You ain't pay that twenty to twenty to fifty dollar more. You ain't pay retail. You, you paid, paid re- a rip to have yeah, them first. You, you basically exactly. paid the resale. Yeah, maybe even <laughs> maybe even more than what the actual resale value exactly, was. Exactly, because they ain't even they had no value yet. They had. Like, <laughs> you don't you don't know what that resale value is till it gets to the market. Yeah, so. exactly. Call, call me old school, but I miss waiting on lines when it was not violent and people weren't waiting to rob you or stab you or fight you or whatever the case after getting the sneakers. I remember when I remember before the craze, like Jordan craze started back up again, cause it did die down for a while. I don't know if you guys remember, I Jew might remember. I don't know if you Sharon and Chris remember, but the Jordan hype started to die down. And then it started to come back with the likes of Chris Brown and Tiger when they started wearing snapbacks and shit like that. And then it started, I'm dead ass serious. It started going back up there. You're talking about Tiza when Tiza came And Tiza too, for sure. Around that time, that's when it started hyping back up because I walked into my local footlocker, actually Champs, and I walked in on the day the True Blues came out in the morning. And it was the first, it was the first retro of the True Blue Threes. And I walked in and I was just like, they're probably gone. Saturday. It's gone. I didn't come here at the beginning. I walked to the register and said, hey, you have it in nine and a half? He was like, let me check and see. He's like, actually, I do. It's the last one. It's like, okay, walked in, walked out, no line, nothing like that. That shit's not happening nowadays. It's not happening ever again. I don't ever see that happening again. Unless people pretty much say, fuck Jordans, and the only thing we're buying is Yeezys, but that will never happen. So there's that. <laughs> Man, fuck Jordans. All I'm buying is Yeezys. Bullshit. <laughs> That's a lie. I believe I actually believe him. I don't because if those if he can get <laughs> if, if he can get his hands on those lightning fours, I guarantee he's buying those. I actually, I actually believe him. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Jew, Jew is what I just said, correct? I don't know. Honestly, honestly though, Michael Jordan, that nigga ain't made an album like Donda in years. So <laughs> oh, right gosh. now I know where I'm at. You feel me? <laughs> Just the shit that he says sometimes, man. It's just fucking mind-blowing. If there's one thing that you would add to the sneaker game, what would it be? Sharon, I'm starting with you on this one. Uh, I actually wanted to give my piece real quick on what I would want to remove before we get to that. Um, It kind of ties back into both. uh, Yeah, it kind of ties back into Brandon's point and to Chris's point. So Brandon, you said botting, right? Mm-hmm. Chris, you said reselling, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is like a weird thing that I would remove, but um, I would remove the social media aspect of the sneaker game mm-hmm. right now because I feel like that's also mm-hmm. the biggest thing that both of those tie back into. Because that's what like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. Like when I first got into sneakers, like yeah, I'd like. I, I would share pictures of it like sometimes whatever but like there's only ever so there's so few people that knew why I'd be posting like oh new new shoes and like mm-hmm. it'd be like one to two likes and maybe one or two people would understand why everybody else is just like okay <laughs> whatever completely different now people are posting every any and every cop they get to flex to be like yo look at me I'm a flipper or I'm fly or whatever now it's the opposite. You post a picture with your daughter, and it's yo. I see you got them things on. <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't even they don't even give a fuck about like, your no, daughter. No, they give a fuck about family. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. No. I feel like social media has like really like also enhanced this craze because I mean like even these botters, they eat, 
trust me, if you see botting Twitter, these motherfuckers do not stop tweeting about all the success. And by all means, like I'm not I'm not exactly trying to hate on it. It's just like it's just all over the place. Like, oh, I just hit a fifty clip, and then you know the res like even if they're not reselling or whatever, it's just like you know the person <laughs> the shoes that you know everybody's trying to get but it's not you know it's not exactly like how it was before like i'm not gonna lie like i stopped posting like just uh, i mean i'm not on the gram anymore but when i was on the gram gram. (laughs) when i was on the gram i wasn't making like posts dedicated to just the sneaker once the craze started really coming in yeah i'd post like pictures of me wearing sneakers but it wouldn't be about the sneakers you know what i'm talking about so it's like I, I would want to see what the sneaker game would look like today if we remove social media, because I, in all honesty, I feel like if we remove social media from the equation, a lot of people would be out of the equation. Shit. I wonder what the world would be like if we move social media, remove social media out of the equation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'd be 100 percent different. Yep. Right. Honestly, bro, the sneaker game on social media is like a whole yeah. business. Yeah, it is. Emerged out of this from the nice kicks to the fucking. You know, I'm not gonna sit around and name names, but like, hype beast has given birth to a whole lot of demons that are ruining this shit. <laughs> <coughs> oh, fucking said demons, jeez. Fuck them all. They just mm. they. You said culture vultures earlier. You can call mm-hmm. it what you want, but mm-hmm. it's just you know, motherfuckers that's out here is just blood sucking. So Pretty much. Ooh, what would I want to add to the sneaker game? I think just generally like more availability in all honesty just mm-hmm. like that that's it for for me like yeah like you know these guys know pretty well like more than the fans that you know i'm a reseller but like i i want more i don't want to necessarily be selling all of these shoes like i i want some of these for myself mm-hmm. but then even at sometimes it's just like i either can't get my hands on them or like it's a ridiculous price where i would literally be stupid to not sell them mm-hmm. so it's right. like there's those two sides. So I would want to see what it would be like with the increase of availability for these sneakers back to the point of, you know, what Chris was saying of, you know, there are people that actually want these sneakers that aren't just going to, you know, get 10 pairs and not keep a single one of them. The funny thing about this whole segment right now is that every single thing that everybody said all boils down to, I wish everybody could get the shoes that they want. (laughs) If you really boil down every single argument everybody's made, it's just like, man, the game's fucked up. Niggas can't get the shoes they want, B. <laughs> that's, it's, that's true. It's very, very true. And I mean, you have to think about this. This is this is Nike, one of the biggest companies in the world. It's not the biggest. You know, that's Amazon. That's the Googles of the world. That's Apple. Right. Those are the biggest companies in the world. But Nike is in the top. I think 20, 15, if I remember correctly, just from looking at things recently, uh, there's no way that you can't make enough that gives people an opportunity to get them and go from there. But here, here's, here's my part on that, Sharon, because just the way that I grew up, right. Just having the exclusivity was always a big thing too. But now at the age that I'm at, don't give a fuck about exclusivity for that. Right. I can get exclusivity for other shit like exclusivity right. for me right now is like getting the fucking house that I have like a fucking man cave in and have all the fucking games and shit like that. That's exclusivity for me. Right. To, to do shit like that. That's where my mind has has moved to. 
would I still want some rare gems like a, a Air Yeezy in my crib? Absolutely. A, a Air Mag? Absolutely, right? But am I is my mind taking me to Air Mag, Air Yeezy realm? Am I, is my pocket taking me there? Is my wallet taking me there? <laughs> Pro- probably not. Not right, and when, not right now. It's like you say wallet. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I understand the exclusiveness feeding the popularity of the brand, the fire of that and all that, you know, feeding into the circle of itself and shit. But like, let's not front like it's not already exclusive enough. It's already exclusive to yep. niggas who can spend 200 plus dollars on a correct. pair of shoes. Yep. Right. That's for you sure. know, that's not everybody. That's so for like, sure. They don't, it don't need to be no more exclusive than that, right? I, I listen, talk that talk because that's <laughs> that's fucking that's truth. It's it's again, I've I've had people from my current job, I've had people say that $85 is too much, right? Yeah. Like to, to people in the sneaker world, $85 is shit. $85, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll buy all of them. <laughs> Give me $85, <laughs> right? That's, but in reality, in the world, is it's that's why this shit is kind of like first world problems. It's like that shit. $85 can go a long way in Thailand. <laughs> like it can go oh. a long way in some some countries in South America, right? But we're worried about we out here buying $300 sneakers or $5,000 sneakers. And this is just what this kind of breeds. And it this business, this culture has allowed those culture vultures, those demons into this realm that have tainted something that was once about saying fuck the world it was how we <laughs> expressed ourselves it was about i don't give a fuck what you're doing this is going against the norm i'm wearing these because it makes me stand out and it gives me this is how i identify right and now look at where we're at <laughs> all right so who else who's who's up next who's who's got something to add to the game right now damn i mean um, i think in it might have been my turn, but I don't have anything really, man. The way that this already been summed up, I honestly just want people to be able to get shoes. That they yeah, have. availability. Okay. Yeah, availability. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, the reason I said availability is because, like, I mean, Brandon's, back to Brandon's point of botting, like, that's, like, one of the main reasons. I mean, also reselling in general has just increased so much. So, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, even for shoes that, like, don't resell for that much or it shouldn't be that hard to get like it's generally harder like i mean like the last shoe i was trying to get um for the toe was the the pollens like that was like one shoe that i would have mm-hmm. i would have had mind keeping Same. but um I, and i didn't think it would be too hard like i i know that it's not it wasn't that rare and like i mean you could even tell by the resale value like it's not that crazy I still can't. I we had two chances on sneakers. I still couldn't hit. Yep. <laughs> L's. Straight L's. You know what? I feel like I'm saying the same thing again, but I want the ratio of like general release and like exclusive shit to be fixed back to where it was. Cause it's just like, you know, the balance is all off, but it's all saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. They're they're I pretty agree. much under the same fucking boat. Right. So yeah, everything yeah. is is limited. Yeah. Well, you look at look at the cool look at the uh the white the and gray dunks that quantity. just happened. The white and gray dunks just did that. They sold out in like five minutes. Yeah. White and gray low dunks, and the same happened for the Sakai fragment uh 
white and gray ones sold out in the same amount of time. It's just like, Drew, you have a phenomenal point. It's like, why are these, why are these even in the same realm? I'm selling out at the same time, doing the same as that. Like they're one is way better than the other. Yeah. Like the fact (laughs) that you just can't get a dunk period retail. Yes. Yeah, anywhere is like it's insane it wasn't like this like a year or two ago like you know dunks were being used as doorstops <laughs> for a while bro <laughs> sure. like straight straight up mm-hmm. and now it's like you can't go you can't find a dunk anywhere like my homie he just came back to new york and he was just like oh i need some dunks do you know where i could go i was like i don't i truly do not know where you can go and you won't pay an arm and a leg for a dunk right this, this man ended up paying like 500 for some dunk loads. Nope. not gonna do it Exactly. I, I, I said, bl- I said, bless your soul. Could not be me. And it was on sale at Stadium Goods. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. The crazy thing is, it probably wasn't, it wasn't even an SB, was it? Nope. Yeah. Regular ass dunk. So, you, you, guys, ass dunk. you guys remember when SBs were what they were exclusive and dunks were just like Sharon just said, okay, they were just dunks just to wear. Like it, it, it blows my mind. So, I think the thing that I would add is uh genuine sneaker love back to the game from the the companies you mean i mean overall whoever it needs to affect because <laughs> i'm i'm in all seriousness it does i understand you're going people are going to sell they're going to get their bread they're going to try to do what they have to do but i just remember when the sneaker game used to be something way different way more peaceful uh there wasn't violence like this like crazy i mean the only sneaker that i knew prior to current times that actually caused violence were the pigeons and they were the first the first real hype sneaker to ever do that to the fact that they had to have people police line the back alley of staple and send people through the back alley with police escort, so people weren't <laughs> jumping them and do that. Like this is a real fucking story. It was in the paper. It was on the news. Like that was the first sneaker to ever do that. The pigeons, the first ever pigeons. So that was the outside of that. I never really heard much of it. Like yes, here and there, there's there's people fighting to get to the front of the line and shit like that. Like I just want to hear that people just literally got their sneaker and were able to go home in peace. Yeah. And not have to worry I about think, dying you know, over a fucking sneaker. Like yeah, I think I think you know where Nike drew the line with that shit was the Space Jams. Oh God. <laughs> was it the was it either the Space Jams or the Concords? Concords, Concords. It was the Concords. Concords was ridiculous. It was one of those shit. It was Concords. I think that's what started the fucking the the plethora of like, oh, let's let's that's when real demon time started for sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. no, no lie, bro. I knew, I knew, a couple, I knew this one kid. I'm not gonna. I haven't. It's from high school. I'm not gonna out him or whatever. This man made his mom wait online, like from midnight, and then he posts a photo of him licking the concourse. I'm like, you, you were a sick man. He was at school the whole. He was at school the whole day. He came back from school to concourse. <laughs> Yeah, I remember there somebody got stabbed on that release. Over somebody, there. yeah, people were getting yeah, stabbed. People, people were getting stopped, killed. Take them off their feet, bro. Like, I think that, like, what Brandon was saying, I was just adding that onto the flame, okay. uh, the gasoline to the flame. But like, I think after that that Concord situation, bro, that's when like these companies started like locking down, like Nike. Well, that's when the like, end stores, down. yeah, the yeah, end store releases kind of, yeah, and, like it was just limited and. 
have a restriction and fuck it. Yeah, it was just well that's <laughs> that's when they started doing like the foot lockers, the foot actions, the champs. That's when they started doing in-store raffles. Yeah, like you yeah, had to yeah, come, yeah, yeah. you had to come at the beginning of the week on this specific day to get a ticket to hopefully they'll yeah. contact you to get it and go from there. And it was like that was great. It worked for a little bit, but it's there's still people out here like, okay, I know you're coming out with the foot locker bag. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's it fucking caused, striped. It it's fucking striped. So I'm still gonna take you down for your yeah. shit. And that's it, right? Because what what's mall security gonna do? Beat you with a flashlight? Yeah, it just, <laughs> the fuck's it, gonna it happen. It was just a jump starter. It was a jump starter technique. So that's going on now. That's basically where my mind is at. Is because nobody should have to die over a fucking pair of sneakers. It's a if, fucking pair yeah. of sneakers. If you really think about it, COVID is probably like a great opportunity for these companies, like for Nike and shit. To like when it's already by default transitioning to online only sales, nobody can complain or, you know, they don't have to listen to any complaint about that. They could irresponsibly drop as many as exclusive drops as they want. And, you know, no blood is on their hands because it's just a bunch of people getting mad on their phone or their computer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good for them PR wise, because if you're in the paper for people getting shot and stabbed, I mean, that's never good PR, right? Anybody dying over your product is never good PR. So moving everything to online, regardless if they'll, they'll take the L on bots. Guess what? Nobody died because of a bot. At least not that we know of like, in that transaction like online you can't kill somebody online um at least not yet because we got all types of fucking technology coming out 3D <laughs> printers and vr and all that shit whatever um but yeah i that that would be it for me um anybody else have anything before we go to the next the next and final question nope no nope. okay availability i think was all around the board okay um with how popular since we've been talking about this how popular the sneaker community is right now. Do you think the hype will die soon, if ever? No. No. Hype been dead, but no. Like, like, hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. Like, the hype, I feel like it's me. I say dead because I I feel like it's mainly, it's not on a, on a, how do I say this? The hype is only there for the value of the re- re- resale. I think that's what the hype is revolving around, the, the value of the resale price. Uh, that nobody, not as many people care about, oh, this sneak, yo, so-and-so started this sneaker back in the day. They had this back in the day, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's very few people that actually care about the products nowadays for, for, for what they're worth as opposed to the dollar amount, like what it can bring them. So that's why I say like it's it's dead, but it's not the hype is is on a new level now. So that hype ain't gonna exactly. it's not gonna die like as far as like the sneaker culture. You feel like me? some some real sneaker purists might feel like as if it's dead, right? But at the end of the day, sneakers is like the 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 gateway into this swag fashion shit. Pardon mm-hmm. me for Facts. using the word Facts. swag, but like anybody that has no clue about fashion could just be like you know. I got money. I like those shoes he got on. I'm going to go buy those. Like, hype sneakers will never die. That's just, like, a tool for some people. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't think it's going to die anytime soon just because of, like, the level has gone to. It's definitely, like, plateaued to some extent 
just because like I feel like most people are on the same page about sneakers at this point. But um, yeah, I don't think it's going to die down from what it's at now. I think if anything, it'll it might find a way to increase potentially. But well, it has because with, with the fact that high fashion is trying to steal and borrow from us at this point. Exactly. Yours and the Chanel. Yeah. At this point, it's like it's already it's going to the moon right now. Like, Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you can just just from like everyday life, like. OK, say say like 2012, that's around the time I got into sneakers. Right. I had like maybe four four friends I could talk to about sneakers now. Right now now people i people who are my friends that don't even know about sneakers will ask me it's like oh is like did you see this shoe and like they'll be showing me like an easy or a jordan or a dunk i'm just like bro you wear clarks why are you show, why are you showing me this what do what you know <laughs> right. about this and it's, it's like so every, every it's, like that, it's not, even if you're not buying into it people everybody's in tune to some extent and it wasn't like that before i think it's just gonna keep going up at that at this point so i i don't think it's gonna die i think something big would have to happen for it to to die out but that's that's a really good point like because we got people who aren't even really fresh like window shopping swiping on apps and stuff like Mm -hmm. you see those new so-and-so's blah blah Mm -hmm. blahs that came out or about to drop are you gonna get them like people you the the dude standing next to you at the deli is in tune with it like it's everywhere and everybody now like yeah, it's weird, man. So, when I thought of this question, the first thing that stuck out to me when I thought of it is the part that I said soon. So, what really is soon was the first thing that I thought to myself because everybody's soon is different. But then I also started thinking about trends and how trends always die out at some point, but always come back. Okay. And if you can think of the beginning of this, this sneaker culture, um, because before that it was only white or black shoes with stock laces, Run DMC changed that with superstars and their song My Adidas. That was the first true hype for tennis sneakers. Then it was British Knights, uh, Pumas. Then they everybody started putting colors on their actual shit, right? This is this is really bringing back some, to some fucking history. Mm-hmm. That's really where it, it it started, and that's where it got super popular, right? And that was Run DMC was popular. What that was mid eighties, beginning of the eighties, uh, eighty five to yep, eighty, right? So so right around when I was born, shit, right? So that was that was the time that sneakers started to become sneakers before they were considered tennis shoes and then they then they turned into the term of sneakers around that time and then when this whole game change was one person and one fucking person only and that was michael jordan and when that one came out and the hype behind him sneaker game never never really was the same at that point in time because it just shot up through the roof the whole duration of his career his sneakers are popular. Then you started seeing people again. NBA was only black or white shoes, or that was it. There was no other colors, black or white shoes. His was the first NBA shoe that had color in it, and that changed everything going forward. Now we see all the colorful shit that people wear on the court now, right? So that that has continued 
to evolve. But that hype died down a little bit, right? So Jordan left the league. Yes, there was people out here that was still carrying the torches. You had Kobe's and stuff like that. But as Jew has alluded to on numerous occasions, Jordans were the first basketball sneaker that was a lifestyle sneaker, and it still stands till this day. No, first and last. First and last. It's not the last. You just name it the first last. First and last. It's not the last. Not, not the let's last. Be re- <laughs> let's be real about this. It's not the last. I, uh, I will, You can't wear no Iversons. You can't wear no Payton. Yes, you can. People wear a- Iversons. People wear Kobe's. People wear everything that you just don't like. That's just the real truth. Jordans are the ones that everybody just goes and wears and just because they're Jordans. But people do wear them because be lifestyle. Ready. That's the niggas want to be ready for a pickup game. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wearing no Kyrie trying to get fresh. B. But, but, but no, to his point, you're Jordan, not. <laughs> to his point, Jordan made it so that that can continue. Correct. So that, so Correct. that you know, because there's Jordan, then there's, you know, Kobe, LeBron, even Kanye came in at some point. Correct. Correct. <laughs> then, I mean, Kanye is on Adidas. He has a contract with Adidas and still wants to wear fucking Jordan. Exactly. Like, it's literally it's a full-blown keep... contract with them. Exactly. <laughs> and it's going to keep continuing like that where we keep having, you know, people's yeah, correct. basically making their own style. I mean, correct. it's, it's just going to keep happening. It's not going to change. It, it, that, that opened the gates for people to be open with whatever they feel that they want to wear and what they feel is lifestyle and dress-upable, uh, dress-down, casual, non-casual. Like, that's now that sneakers is so popular you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do with sneakers, right? But there was a time, again, as I alluded to before, that Jordans weren't the most popular sneakers. There wasn't really many sneakers moving. And then Jordan started popping again. And then as Sharon alluded to as well in other episodes that you guys can go back to, the sneaker that turned the notch up, turned the fucking heat up in the game, and it has not turned down since, were the Air Yeezys. And ever since that fucking point in time, sneakers have not gone backwards. They've only trended up. And you can say, and I can openly say, that it has ridden the back of Kanye. Because anything that he wore throughout his the beginning of his career, even still to this day, I need to have those. What are those? I need to have those. And that's Uh, why when you talk about the sneaker game, it's very hard for you to bring up one without bringing up the other. It's... Mm -hmm both jordan and yeezy and you got to give credit as much as you know jordan is the og you got to give credit to kanye no matter what you got to give credit to jordan first because he basically started the whole craze right and then you got to give credit to kanye because he took that and brought that shit to a whole nother level there's no doubt in my mind that's that's literally what has actually he took a full court shot and that shit yeah so so why i say that i mean it's gonna die down at some point when i don't know but now that as you said the fashion houses are involved now now they're exploiting it that way right now you're getting the demographic that was oh sneakers <laughs> pish posh but now you got dior <laughs> jordan ones that it's like oh i can wear this any way i want to fucking wear it and guess what it's still posh. dior right posh. <laughs> so now <laughs> i could do that right so you have that then you have which brands got smart. Now we're doing collaborations with the biggest artists in the world. Drake, Travis Scott, Billie Eilish. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, yay. What, what do you want to do? Those four right there. Those four right there. I can literally stop. 
right the fuck there with those names. And yeah. anytime any of those four names put something or their name on it, regardless if you listen to any of their music, let me tell you that those four people right now can do anything they want to fucking do in the music world. They can do anything they want to do in the fashion world. And guess what? People are going to consume it in high rates. And that's just what it is. Companies realize this now. Hey, we give you a little buck of it. You get your own sneaker. You get it for free. You can give it to your friends and family. Sure, we don't care because we're going to make <laughs> so much money off of you because you have your little logo on it. You have an owl on it. You have your person on it. You have your backwards swoosh on it with your cactus on it. Mm, disrespectful. This is what it's going to be. So I don't, if the hype is going to continue for quite some time until there's nobody as big as those people to sell. And there's always going to be somebody else that's going to come in, as we know. That's just the reality. Fair game. Facts. Sorry, guys. I had to go on a rant with that one because that shit. <laughs> nah, shit this shit, shit just really. It just really. that I've been thinking about that shit for quite some time because I know what hype does. And, and it's it's a gift and a curse. I, I think when the conversation that we had, uh, I don't remember how many episodes back it was, but I asked that question about about collabs and if it was good and bad. And, and you guys all said, you know, there's there is it's a coin flip. <laughs> that's the reality of it it's a coin flip it's there is good to this there's great things to this for those that love seeing new sneakers and having the ability to get new sneakers and exclusive stuff but then there's the bad of it of what we we talked about already which is those that don't get an opportunity to actually wear it. the bots the resellers the the stupid mindless uh crimes that happen because of this shit right uh that's what comes with it and Unfortunately, that's just what happens when things get popular, and it just is what it is. Yeah, um, Brandon hit him with the, you know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had hit, I had to hit him with the pish posh too, Chris. They had to know what pish posh was. Uh, speaking of, so normally we do our picks of the week, right? So this one is a little bit different, a little bit special uh to each and every single one of us it's extremely personalized i know our picks are normally personalized to us but this is a little bit different because it's episode 100 so why not share shit that actually means something to us and share it with you so since i said chris last chris why don't you share uh your list and just to give people what the three topics are that we're we all have run down and we all made our selections the first is the sneaker that got you into the sneaker game all right your dream collaboration and the sneaker that you always wanted and what it means to you. So go ahead. <laughs> All right. So uh, the sneaker got, that got me into sneakers, the sneakers that got me into the sneaker game uh, was the Stealth Air Jordan 5s. And back in 2006, I was in junior high school, uh, seventh grade. I remember who wore these shits. So these sneakers... I brought this topic up earlier for a reason, too, mm -hmm. because I remember when I said when sneakers came out, but like people had them earlier than the release date. Right. Mm -hmm. This dude, this dude, one of this dude, uh, I think I think his name was Juan. This dude had every sneaker before it came out. Legit, real. Like he was cool with like the 
sneaker store managers and stuff like that. So he always had them before they released. Real quick, quick, and, Chris, yeah. did Juan ha- did Juan have a bunch of ones? Did he like the I word Jordan ones? Julie, you see, you don't got some a soundboard for that. So. I don't think ones was out like that back then. I don't think ones, but he had them dollar. He had them pesos, peso ones. But I remember him walking in the cafeteria with these sneakers on, white, crispy. I was like, "Yo, what are those?" Like, like on some like hype about them. Like, what are those? You know, like those are fire. And like with me back at this time, like I wasn't. I didn't know much about sneakers and, you know, like I was, I wasn't doing my due diligence in school. So like, you know, like I, I didn't have, I didn't, I wasn't allowed much because of how I acted, you know, like, so I couldn't like, I wanted video games to be honest with you. I wanted video games and toys. I didn't care about no fucking clothes and sneakers. So, so, (laughs) but my grandmother, my great grandmother used to pick me up uh, after school and I, I, I made her rush to the fucking sneaker store to get me these because I wanted these so bad. I wanted to see, like, how much would they be if the sneaker store had them? If, like, you know, they could get, like, I, he told me they wasn't out, but I was going to make sure that, like, I got them somehow, mm-hmm. some way. Same day, sneaker store on Broadway and Marcy Avenue in New York and Brooklyn had them, right? I got them. Wore those bitches to school the fucking next day. <laughs> the next day was general release fucking day, bro. <laughs> next day was general release day. So honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, and I don't care how much the price was because I didn't pay for them out of my own pocket anyway. You know, so it didn't really mean much to me that of of the price. But the fact that I had them while everybody was like you know i got them along the same time that everybody had them you mm-hmm. know so these are my first sneakers that like i i that got me into the game because since then i was on it from sneakers like when these sneak came out you remember the, the little postcard that had all the jordans on them yeah you of course, like, of course. Like, <laughs> even some Better of them came with, some mm-hmm. of them came with came with posters bro like i was looking for it i was looking for it. so those were the sneakers that got me into the sneaker game um, to be honest with you, I don't necessarily have a dream collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like, I, I, I just don't, you know, like, I, like, I look forward to anything like I, it, it picks my brain when I see the collaborations come out with mm-hmm. these brands. So I don't necessarily have a brand to be like, oh, they, they should work with this person or they should like everybody like has their own thing that they fuck with that I fuck with. So I don't, I can't necessarily pick one. I'm, I do apologize about that company, Good. but um, yeah, I just like, I, I honestly just, I could give you like three brands off my bean top that I fuck with um, and see if you want to. <laughs> so aesthetically, be not, not saying that I have the money for it, but Ricky Owens, you feel me? Rick Owens, like that's the shit, like all black, you know, you know, you, y'all know my vibe by now. Yeah. You feel me? Carhartt durability, the look, the laxation, and honestly, Uniglow, to be honest with you, I ain't going to hold you. Yeah, it's funny. I thought of that from one of mine, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I ain't going to hold you. Like, to, keep it, to keep everything realistic, I'm not going to give you I'm not gonna give you brands that like are super high price and high mm-hmm. fashion that I I don't even have many pieces of. I fuck with Uniglow, Uniglow, and they actually do a lot of collaborations with different 
of brands and companies. So, and they're comfortable as shit. And I rock Uniqlo. Facts. Keep it a buck. Uh, so those are three brands that I fuck with personally. Um, and the sneaker that I've always wanted and what it means to me. Brandon, when you brought up this shoe earlier, I was kind of pissed at you because it was kind of a segue into what I was. I wasn't pissed at you, but I was. But I was like, damn, it's like a segue into my shit. Nike uh, Air Yeezys. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's any Air Yeezy, to be honest with you. Like, I've never, I, I was, I had opportunities that I missed out on to get the Air Yeezy 2s twice. Mm-hmm. So it was the Solar Reds and the Red Octobers. Both times that you know that these sneakers came out so sporadically. Like sure during did. the day, like there wasn't even like a, a, a 10 a.m. drop or like like a, like these, these sneakers came out at at sneaker stores like at 3 p.m. type shit. Like they, it, it was rare during this time. And um, I missed out on opportunity. Those those two sneakers twice. And because I was working <laughs> because I was fucking working 2012. When these dropped, I was working. Um, and the reason why they meant so much to me, um, because during this time, uh, Watch the Throne had just had came out before that. I was into I was in my Kanye phase. I was like tune, channeling my inner Kanye. Like when I graduated high school, I was listening to I, I listened to fucking graduation that whole year that whole year even though they came out years before but like i just started listening to uh sorry i had to <laughs> to graduation to the it was it was building me and my confidence and like you know my persona uh, in a sense and um watch the throne came out and i was just like damn I, i'm feeling i like i just you know started i just got my freedom from like you know school and everything so i'm gaining my independence and learning myself and Kanye and those albums meant a lot to me during that time. And I wanted to get, you know, the sneakers. Like he had on the shoes. Everybody loved Kanye swag. I was like, yo, he got these? Cause I didn't know about the easy ones as much. I, I didn't know about the easy ones during this time. I just knew easy too. And they were available. And I was like, damn, I can, can I run? Can I get my break to go di- get these? Nah, you gotta, you gotta stay here and work. Ah, missed out on opportunities twice. Um, so, you know, a sneaker that I've always wanted and that meant a lot to me uh, was the Yeezy. Am I going to, hopefully I am able to get a pair in the future that won't break down on me because I ain't paying a grip and a half for, uh, for these ever, ever. They mean, I like them. I love them. I ain't paying a grip but if because I don't got grip money. But if I do get grip money, I will cop, but hopefully they don't break down on me. You feel me? So that's my list, and that's me. And that's me. Water. <laughs> Water. <laughs> I uh, I appreciate you sharing that. And you said you were pissed at me. I was pissed when I saw your list, and you had that sneaker. I, like, <laughs> I can't do it now. I, like, I, I can't. Had, I can't I do any it now. Nike Yeezy I was on like, there. I was I like, I'm not expecting Chris to have fucking Air Yeezys on here. I'm expecting to have some like fucking Rick Owens, some fucking <laughs> Jeremy Scotts or some shit on here. And this motherfucker gonna drop Air Yeezys on here. It's like, yeah, oh, drop Air Yeezys on here. I have my fair my fair share with uh, Jeremy. Scott's Rick Owens okay. and stuff like that it's but okay. like Yeezys I never I never uh I never had but I always wanted them and I always saw people like my peers that had them and I was just like 
Ooh, if yeah. I knew where you lived. That's a that's an honorable mention for me <laughs> because I, I wanted those so badly, but I was I was part of the broke boy gang at that point in time. So um yeah, I couldn't really get them. I can get them now. I just not spending that much money on it because it like like uh <laughs> something I learned from Jay-Z. I've learned a lot of things from him. So thank you, Jay. Um, not not my cousin Jay. Um, but uh <laughs> Uh, if you can't buy it twice, then don't buy it at all. So I'm not, I'm not spending. I can't buy it twice. I'm not spending ten thousand dollars on sneakers. That's just not gonna happen. Not Ooh, right now. Well, at this point you said that. Can I just add this real quick? Mm-hmm. I don't know if, how many guys are familiar with the brand Ricky's, but it's a beauty supply store. One of my first jobs that I ever worked at, very cool with the owner and founder of the company, Ricky himself. Um, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> this man, this man, and, and it, I bring him up because like he had them. And not only did he have a pair of the Solar Reds, he had three, mm-hmm. three pairs of this sneaker. And this was the job that I was working at that I actually missed out on an opportunity to get them. And Ricky had them. Um, and I asked him, I was like, yo, I was like, oh, Ricky, you got the you got the Yeezys here. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, you know, actually, he's a really stylish older, older cat, bro. Like his dude, his closet's crazy. He was like, Yeah, I have three. I was like, yo, why do you have three pairs? He told me one to uh casually walk and working. Oh no. Nah. One for the rain. And he wants to wear them, you know, just rain shoes. Uh, and if he's out and it's like an event and I was like, that's some baller shit. Like I don't one, I don't know how much he paid for them personally, you know? So, but it just brings it to the fact, like if you can't buy it three times, <laughs> then you shouldn't buy it at all. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know one of my homies, he's, he's one of my little brothers. He literally had these. And would come to Gold's Gym with them. And at one point, wore them on the court. And I wanted to slap fire out of him. He ended up selling them because, of course, you could still sell them, even if they've been worn because people did that. But the fact that this man balled in some red Octobers. (laughs) First off, I don't know how somebody didn't rob him at the gym. That's number one. Number two. I don't know what went through his mind to say, I'm going to fucking ball in some red Octobers. Uh, but he did it. And I still do not forgive him to this day <laughs> because he did that. Shit. Um, but I mean, it's his sneakers and to each his own. I mean, sneakers are meant to be worn. Yeah, you I, probably I, fantasized about that back in Chicago. Oh, boy. Mercy, mercy me. That mercy lago. Okay. You just uh, jump in bars. Okay. Um, all right. So the uh, these first two, well, the first sneaker is uh, the sneaker that got me into sneakers. And it's because of one person and one person only that I know means a lot to two people on this podcast. And I'm speaking for him, but I know he can speak for himself. And that would be Jew and myself. And that would be uh our cousin sean um so he was the first person that i saw that was like the swaggiest fucking person and i'm sorry i use the term swaggy but he he had the flies gear 
and from coming from upstate to going down to White Plains, he always had the dopest shit, the Nike windbreakers. He always had some some Nike kicks, whether it be some like some Jordans or some some air trainers or some shit. He always had like crazy different flavors every single time I go to. And that's also where uh, I found my love for hip hop. Um, So when he had passed, he had a crazy, crazy sneaker collection. And uh, our aunt, uh, she said, you know, you can you can have a couple of pieces if you like. And I was I didn't feel right doing it. And she was just like, I know how much you love them. She was like, you can you can take a couple of things for sure. So. The one sneaker that I my eyes went to and that I took and it was the only pair of sneakers. Actually, there's two pairs. It was the cool gray Hirachis. And the sneaker that I'm going to talk about, which is the Cool Gray 11s. Um, so I literally, this is the only sneaker till this day that I literally wore them until the bottoms fell off that bitch. And I would wear them every chance, didn't care if it matched, <laughs> didn't care where I was going. I would wear them every single chance i could because it made me feel connected to him somehow some way um so legit until and i swear to this day i wish i knew what i knew now about sneakers and knowing that i could have done a fucking soul swap because i still would have those sneakers but didn't know anything about them back then um literally wore them off almost wore them even with no soul on them (laughs) because that's just how much i loved them um the history of those sneakers, which I didn't realize it feels like they came out so much earlier than this, but the cool gray 11s actually came out in 2001, 2001 seems so long ago. That was literally four years before I graduated high school. So that shit is a long time ago. Needless to say, <laughs> um, came out when I was four years old. There you go. <laughs> I, you were four years old and I was, Three, I was four years away from graduating fucking high school. So oh, um, <laughs> um, this is to me, like, I remember and I still want them, which is why this year I normally don't give a fuck what Jordan jumps at in December. Um, I know it's normally 11. In the last couple of years, 11's kind of been like, eh, whatever. But been waiting for the cool grades to come back so I can get my hands on cool grades again. And I still last year they stunned it, on us. It was it was supposed to be last year, but they definitely did stun on us. Um, but yeah, these are they came out in 2001. Um, this was actually the first in the Jordan line to be <laughs> a non-OG. This is the first non-OG in the Jordan line out of all the Jordans. So it would have been the Space Champs, but they weren't released at that time because they were only on screen and Jordan only wore them on court and they weren't released at that time. Those would have been technically the first ones. So it's been an argument to this day that this is the first cool gray colorway of any sneaker. It's not true. Uh, The first one, first sneaker to have cool gray was 98 air force one mid S S C jewel. And they were deemed cool gray, but this is the only one that really matters. Um, <laughs> actually, fun fact about those though, Mace was and Puff was wearing those. Yes, yes. And, uh, more money, more problems. 
Really? But, yes. He's yeah. yes, one hundred jewels with yep. the little mm-hmm. puffed out uh, swooshes. Yeah. Absolutely. But these these were the first major shoe because we know there's been plenty of shoes sneakers after this point in time that I wore cool grays, but this is the first major one that actually wore them. So that was, that was the first sneaker for me, but there's also another one. And that's the, he got game 13s because that was the first pair of Jordans that my mother actually bought for me. So she didn't buy me any other ones. She bought me that. And I just had a conversation with her the other day. She's like, yeah, you should stop buying sneakers. I was like, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I was like, if you bought me more sneakers as a kid, I probably wouldn't. She was like, yeah, you probably wouldn't have bought this many. Now. I was fair. like, it's like, yeah, you're probably right. Cause I would have had them then. And I wouldn't have been looking at them now. Like uh, I might've bought like a couple to be like nostalgic and have it, but I didn't have it. So now that I, since I didn't have it at that point in time, I, I'm old enough to get them now and I'll get whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I'm not blaming her for that either. I mean, that's not the first thing on parents' mind to keep you super fucking fresh is, Hey, get you a nice pair of sneakers. You get one or two if you're lucky. uh, And you wear that shit throughout the whole school year, but you better bring them home and take them bitches off. (laughs) She were going to go outside and play in them shit because you ruined them shits. That was your ass. Um, But he got game 13s. They actually released in 97. Uh, and the reason why they got the nickname is because of the movie he got game, which was Spike Lee came out in 98. Um, that was the one of the best. I was super heavy into basketball, playing it, tournaments, leagues, all that shit at that point in time. And that was like the first real basketball movie for me. Uh, it's still considered to be one of my favorite basketball movies ever. Um, it might still be my favorite basketball movie ever. I think it is. Um but yeah, that that movie just meant so much. Uh, hearing Jesus' name, Jesus, shouted out at the projects and shit like that. Uh, the whole his pops, Denzel, the the classic cut off sleeve, uh, red tee uh, with the knee pads and shit with some thirteens, like <laughs> shit looked wild. But that shit was dope back then. I mean, he it, it was it was something different. Um, so yeah, those are my the two sneakers for me to to start that off. Um, my dream collab, uh, one, Sharon and I have same. Uh, I'm not sure for the same reasons, but uh, one is Bape. Uh, I don't own any Bape, but I love every single thing that Bape does. I love the collaborations. I love the lines that they have, the, uh, the accessories that they do. Um, how well done it is and the history behind it. Uh, Drew was the one that actually introduced me to knowing that Biggie was essentially the first rapper, not essentially the first rapper to wear bait. Yeah, um, he was about to be. Well, I mean, he technically had it technically first. He got, he got the correct. photo. Correct. So he technically wore it first before anybody else. But uh, just the history behind that and knowing how long it's been around and the longevity of, of what Neo has done and how it's transcended the streetwear culture to this day. I mean, you have Bape, you have BBC, you have human made, you have what, what's the other shit that uh, uh, Pharrell has um, ice cream. You have all, all these type of streetwear that was huge. And the 2005, to 2010, uh, time frame um i just remember also seeing wayne come out with that purple vape camo 
uh and uh what was it um what's the album the carter two it was like receipts or he had a couple videos correct it was uh it was i forgot the name is the is it the i i forgot the name of it i'm not even gonna lie i'll look it up but uh when he had that bape full zip purple i was just like shit like that that shit's ill and i've always wanted a piece i almost bought a couple of fake pieces because i couldn't afford it back then but uh I, I love Bape. Absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, Hustle so love Music. Hustle Music. Hustle Music. Money on my mind. Yes, those, thank you. Two that of the was best it. songs off the album, too. That was it. Yep. And those were two of my favorite songs on the album. So, yeah. Uh, Nike and Jordan. Uh, we talk on this podcast all the time. Like, who the fuck is sitting in these, these board meetings and allowing some shit to just ring off and sell? Right. And, and make it to the product line. I would love to be a part of that meeting to be like, yeah, no, the people ain't going to feel that shit. Um, I also understand, and, and I'm going to give respect where respect's due. I also understand how hard it is to fucking create a sneaker. It's, it's not fucking easy as much as we think it is. And we think that we can sit over here and, and suggest these things. What goes into actually creating a sneaker is a whole fucking lot. And I know that, and I respect that. And I don't for a second take for granted the people that actually designed the sneakers and put that time into it. So I appreciate y'all. Uh, but I do feel that I can give a solid, solid input and I would love to create a team Jordan that actually wasn't ass like most of the team Jordans are because they can do so much more with them. Just my opinion. Um, my point lanes still. I just remember. Thank you for happened? reminding me. I still got to, I still got to get my point lanes. I I never picked those up. Make sure you Thank do you that. for reminding me. I got you. I got you. The last one is, is a culmination of like three, just because of what I do outside of here, which is vintage clothing business, which is sell vintage clothes all the time. I would love to do a collaboration with Mitchell Ness, Starter, or Logo 7. If you have no idea who what the fuck Logo 7 is, just look up Shark's Tooth Snapbacks. And if that doesn't ring a bell at that point in time, then you're too young. Um, <laughs> but you can learn and see what it is because that was the hat to have. And it's still very, very popular to the fact that these, these hats sell... Uh, they're 150 dollars and up for certain ones um and that depends on how great of a shape it is uh mitchell and s because it's throwback for sure and starter because even though it's in walmart now starter starter used to be that brand back then and what they used to do with the sportswear uh the the satin jackets the uh varsity jackets the uh hats they used to have the game unlocked so that would be my uh, that that's for sure for sure i mean it's it's kind of where it is now uh because of it and how some of these crazy uh patches and stuff like that like they used to do all that very very early um the sneaker that i always wanted um and why and what it means to me is the jordan one bread slash band whatever way you want to fucking call it uh because a it's a colorway that has literally transcended just that brand other people call it bread now on their colorways out of other company because of it's black and red um but it also means the world to me because of the history behind the sneaker as i talked about earlier the sneaker was a sneaker that pretty much changed it all uh it allowed color to be accepted um there's a lot of stories behind Jordan being fine every single time he wore it. David Stern saying, no, he wasn't. Um, to being told that he, he couldn't wear them. David Stern said he said he could wear them. Um, there's a lot of, lot of controversy by it, behind it. Uh, the commercials for it are absolutely classic. Uh, 
uh, legendary, I should say. Um, and it started the whole Jordan sneaker craze. Um, but also the Jordan one bread is probably the most worn sneaker probably in the history of sneakers. Um, I don't know if that's an actual stat, but I'm just going to go with that. It's probably up there. Yeah. It's, it's probably, you know what I mean? Like uh, outside of like shell toe Adidas and Clyde Pumas and shit like that. And, you know, Chucks, uh, that has to be the one that stands out the most because people would dress it up, dress it down, uh, where skaters used to wear them because that was the only flat shoe that they had at that point in time, certain ones, obviously there was other ones, but it was popular, but that's a big skating shoe as well for those that aren't aware, but it would be that kick for me. So that is my uh, list. Solid list. Thanks. Solid. Thank you. All right. I guess this is my turn. So the sneaker that got me into sneakers, um, I had to do a bit of thinking just because um, when I did get into sneakers, I didn't initially like buy anything off the bat, but the sneaker that got me into it was uh, the Space Jam 11s. So r- the time that this happened was um, my freshman year of high school. Now, uh, before high school, I went to private school, very, you know, kind of, you know, a bubble and didn't really know much outside of that bubble then i get to high school and it's like you know everything's out in the open and i'm learning a lot of new stuff and uh one day after school my I, all my homies are just like huddled around their their phones and shit and they're just like you got you getting this one there's like oh no you're going for this one i was like what the hell are these guys talking about and they're all looking at 11s and i think they were looking at 11s at the time because concords are coming up mm. and um yeah, they were all looking at these 11s, and initially I thought, like, okay, like, yeah, I didn't think it was weird. I was just like, yeah, like, sneakers are cool, like, but then I didn't understand why they were kind of, like, you know, going crazy. So then I remember they, at one point, they were talking about, like, oh, oh nobody got the Space Jam, so, like, nobody in their, in our friend group had it. And I was just like, oh, word? So I did my research. I went home. I started looking. And this was at the time. This was when you could straight up go on Jordan Brand. You could see all of everything that had dropped, everything that was going to come out in, like, I'd say, like, a week or two max. And then, yeah, you could check everything historically. And Space Jams was still up on the Jordan Brand site. And I was like, oh, why are these guys tripping? Like, they're on the website. And I go and click it. And sure enough, it sold out. And I was like, okay, let me just check the next one. I'm sure I could get it. All those motherfuckers are sold out. I was stupid as shit. Um, I was like, this is fat. And honestly, it fascinated me. I was like, I didn't know it was, I knew sneakers were hip. Don't, don't get me wrong. I just didn't know it was like that. I didn't know you couldn't get your hands on it at all if you were a regular, regular ass person. Right. So I was like, damn. Like, so I, like, I would say, I like really just observed the sneaker community after that for like a solid three months. And I think, yeah, the Space Jam 11s, like, it was, I did, like, a lot of research on that, and I was just like, damn, like, with the movie and everything, I thought, that was what I thought made me think, like, damn, this shit is, this shit is dope. Um, and then, eventually, um, that led me to getting my first pair of Jordans, which was actually um, the Flint 13s, which I didn't put on the list, but um, that is, like, that that's one of the, the Jordans that, like, 
really like made me like get into it and like honestly like oh, one yeah. of the best sneakers I've, I've ever owned like had a lot of good memories in those shoes bald in them like how brandon kind of had with his cool grays like any chance i had i would wear them like just chilling just at school balling sleeping <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah that's how i got into sneakers um my dream collaboration i put three um just because you know brandon didn't limit us to just sneakers and you know he didn't limit himself in his choices either so mm-hmm. um i'm gonna start from i guess i'll start with sneakers first and um you know again brandon copying me um <laughs> i chose nike and um i specifically chose jordan ones um and to brandon's point also like yeah i don't i don't know how exactly i would design the jordan one or everything but it is uh it's definitely become one of my more favorite silhouettes fives definitely used to be my favorite but as of recent it's definitely a tie between the jordan one and the fives i said the jordan one to for my dream collab just because like i feel like a five would be too hard for me to to kind of you know get clean i think you would body that uh we'll see maybe one day but Uh, I think I really want to do a Jordan one just because um, I feel like a Jordan one, especially is just like um, you could you can wear it almost for anything, in my opinion. Like you could wear it with a fucking suit. You could wear it with jeans. You could wear it with fucking cargos. You could wear it with anything, really. Um, and that's like the beauty of the Jordan one. My next two collabs are clothing. And again, Brandon copying me. I chose Bape. Um, <laughs> uh bape was like bape was the first clothing brand that like really got to me um and i think the reason why was that purple camo just like it it really did something to my head like it it rattled my brain like i had to process it because like where the f- purple cat wh- how are you using purple camo mm-hmm. out in like you know though you, you don't see our soldiers wearing purple camo out and nope. you know these other countries so it's like when i first saw that i was like who who did this <laughs> who and what did they smoke <laughs> and not then to I, mention bro not to cut you off but that ape camo is just like yeah and the details yeah. in one it. of the yeah. illest things ever in Absolutely. the last like 30 years straight up so i so i had to find out so then you know i find out it's vape it's a japanese brand at the time i was in high school i definitely could not afford it you know um and like i honestly could not i didn't buy vape until i was like in college when i could like get it with my own bread because you know damn well i was i tried to show my parents a, uh you know like a vape jacket or something they're like yeah now you're tripping so yeah i waited and um eventually got my own vape and yeah it's just you know i don't have to say much i feel like brandon really did take uh <laughs> a, a lot of the good points unfortunately Yo, but don't play me Damn it, brandon. <laughs> don't play me, uh, but no it really it, it really is just like one of those brands for me that like really hit different and got me it, it got me into streetwear um at that point because before i was really just into sneakers i was very well aware of supreme i wasn't really into it like i definitely took like even now i'm not that into it these guys know like i'm very selective with what i have like even if i have preem this is like you won't know that it's mm-hmm. preem um but babe yeah that really got me into streetwear and like got me to actually dress like well <laughs> to some extent like be like damn yeah i should actually try and be a bit more swaggy like these babe guys 
Um, <laughs> and then my last collab um, would be Maharishi. Shout out to shout out to the guys at Maharishi NYC. Um, this brand has definitely become one of um, a brand close to my heart, specifically, just because uh, I found out about this brand while I was working uh, in Soho and wasn't far from the, the store. And I just decided, you know, let, let me go see what's up with this. Because one of my friends, uh, shout out to Finn, he uh, he told me, yeah, these guys do dope designs. And my homie Finn, he like he straight up makes clothes. So like coming from a guy that makes clothes, like I would assume that it's a good brand. So went and checked <laughs> it out. Um, and for sure, he was fucking right. This shit's fire. Just like the details, the materials, the designs, um, like it's all beautiful and not only that, uh, besides the clothing, it was also just like the people that I've, I've met at the store and through the brand. Um, like it really is a very important brand to me. Um, so I would love to do like, you know, I personally, I love the pants there. I would love to do like a pair of pants with them. Um, something embroidered. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a great brand based out of London. They, um, they use a lot of uh, Eastern Asian uh, influence designs and they have like they know their shit about it. they don't just call uh, you know uh, culture vulture is the term they don't do that they actually know their shit they know what they're doing they know the purpose behind it they know the history and that's what also I can really appreciate about it so if I could Nike, Bape, Maharishi those would be if I could get those three collabs that would be amazing I legit thought you learned about Maharishi from Lupe Fiasco because that's who I learned it from. Deadass. I Funny enough, that. one time I was at the store. He walked yeah, in. I remember that. <laughs> I did not even notice he was like, and he, I didn't, I didn't, I like, I did not recognize him. Like, I we fully <laughs> talked to him and everything. He was just like, yeah, he was like, you need, like, are you looking for anything specific? He was like, nah, I just want to see if there was any pants or anything. He was there for like five minutes, left. And one of those was like, damn, I haven't seen Lupe in a while. I was like, oh, where? That's Lupe? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny, funny little story. But um, last, the sneaker I've always wanted and what it means to me. And for me, that would be the Tokyo Air Jordan 5s. Now, the reason why I've always wanted these is because of, well, for context, I believe these came out in 2011, if I'm not wrong. And these were only in Japan. Now, if you guys remember, I said I got into sneakers around 2012. So I was already late to these. So this was during the time where I was doing all that research, you know, before I even got my first pair. I saw these. I was like, damn, fives, you know, this was the first five that I really, really liked. Like, it, it was just different from everything else. Like I hadn't seen a yellow Jordan at the time besides maybe the lightnings. Mm-hmm. That, that was the only one. So I saw those. I was like, damn, like what's, what's good with these? Then I see the price of it. Even back then, the price of Tokyo 5s was ridiculous. Now it's probably even crazier. But 1000 about five. Yeah. Yeah. At least I would say like between three and 5,000 now. Back then it was like at least a thousand, which is still like back then it's even crazier. Um, but it just like drew me because I didn't think that the fact that it only dropped in Japan, I don't know what it like clicked in my brain, but I was just like, damn, 
it, it ties kind of back to the Space Jam 11s where it's just like it, the sneaker game just became such a huge fascination to me. Um, and in comparison to the Space Jam 11s, like no hate to the Le- Space Jam 11s. It's a clean shoe. But Tokyo 5s just like I've always wanted them. Like I look at them at least once a month, like price, my size, availability, like on God. Like, <laughs> and it's just it's like it's always a sneaker I've wanted. Um, it's just because of like how ill it is. Like I never yeah. like releasing a sneaker only in a country across the fucking globe. And you know, today it's not that crazy. Like when you because there's so many collabs where it's like only in the EU, only in China, only in Japan. Now they've they had a Jordan that only came out in the Philippines like a year ago. It's like it's not that crazy. Back then, I was like only in Japan. <laughs> and I was even looking. I was even looking at the hype because hype piece was around back then. I think it was under a different name, but I was looking at the comments. They straight up say ten years ago, all of these dudes were saying the same thing. It's like I need a plug in Japan, and so one guy, the top comment, should have said Japan greater than USA. And I, <laughs> and I was just like, yo, just like, and it's still the. I still have that same sentiment. I was just like, damn, like, oh, if only it had been born in japan like that was the only, <laughs> only reason i would want to be yeah, japanese at the time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man if i could then tokyo fives if you if anybody out there listening tokyo fives eight and a half and not for a grip santa sapir they 30 they for, sorry 43 the 43 right now on stock x eight and a half it's on flight club it's for uh, two thousand four hundred eight dollars. What? Now. That's it. And then I on mean, Go- compared to for compared to forty on on Go on, on Go <laughs> on Go is the same exact price too for eight and a half. Sharon. So and I literally did not put an eight and a half in. I just looked it up while you were talking, and those are the two searches. It's first StockX is ten. It's four thousand five hundred. Are they are they, are they like new and unused? Uh, like, that, that's the thing. That's, that's, that's where Go will get you. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Go slash flight club they allow the yeah, conditionals yeah. go yeah because go could have them for for that price but they're like used you know yeah, but, like, good. Like worn. but to that to that point honestly a Sorry. conditional pair would not be bad because if you think about like time wise like 2011 that's like 10 years ago you know damn well if it's been sitting on oh, ice yeah. They yeah. Knew, they yeah. after two after two after it. two wears those those shoes are gonna be Talking yeah. to me, them, them no, souls gonna be flapping overseas, bro. Wah, they wah, be wah. Disintegrating, she's gonna be flapping in the wind. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it would honestly be tip to you guys trying to get OGs. A conditional <laughs> pair is not the worst case for an OG pair, just make sure it's not beat to shit. Like, as long as it has a, a like the minimum some amount of, of wear, yeah some, yeah, some sort of wear or like restoration to it, like is Gucci, just a little bit don't of gravity. Get it on a little bit of gravity so the previous owner could have you know smushed mm-hmm. everything into one get that glue to <laughs> get that get that glue to stick yeah that's for sure <laughs> gotta get that glue to stick man that's what goes first um thank you sharon for for sharing your list i i definitely Facts. enjoyed that um i forgot all about the tokyo so thank you for reminding me about them um, definitely definitely look at that uh jew it, it's on it's on you brother you get to round this out all right no doubt um so to start it off, oh, pardon me, my text, my phone blowing up back then. iPhone 15, bruh. Uh, iOS 15, bruh. 
<laughs> um so yeah i started off really with like skate shoes and stuff man when i was a kid when i was mad young i was on like straight up skate shit um chad muska s's and and uh, eric costin s's and uh that kind of stuff then like i remember vividly it was a um i think it was like the next tail i90 was out and it was like 98 and this asshole, this kid, he was my best friend growing up. He's an asshole. I'm not going to say his name, but he ain't shit. Um, <laughs> he had the Rough Riders anthem on his next tail. And you remember when it was like you pressed the button on the yep. volume rocker yeah. and it would play the song. Mm-hmm. And this nigga was walking around playing that Rough Riders anthem. Over and over. With his brand new bread thirteens on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, Those I was shits. not expecting that that uh, sneaker selection for that to be playing. Like, it's nothing wrong with anything going on there because it's very nostalgic. But I just wasn't expecting that shoe. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I'm, shoe. I'm the same. But it's not bad though. It's not bad. Continue. Yeah, not bad. But that was the time. That was a hot new song, B. That was like the new song, the new shoes. Like, and I remember seeing them. Like, I seen that green, that that uh, holographic shit on the hill, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. First time I seen it, I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And it was like tufted on the side. Um, and I just needed them and I never got them. And then finally I could get them. I had the money and they re-released them or whatever. And I didn't like them no more because they fucking messed it up. Like when we was kids, the side was was leather, I believe. Yeah, it was all like black mm-hmm. leather. And then when they came back, it was like 3M, like oh yeah, reflective and all spotted, and it was just different. It wasn't, you know, the thing from back when the next I-90 was out. It wasn't that. <laughs> but that's the but like that got me into it, like for real, for real. Um that also could be the joint I've always wanted, but it's not, I'm not gonna use it for that. But that's also a shoe I always always wanted because. When it came back, it wasn't even good. So like, I'm and I'm not buying a pair from '98. Julius uh, bought the phone. He heard they was re-releasing. He bought the phone just so he could <laughs> buy the shoes. <laughs> uh, he was like, "I'm ready." Fuck, I don't want these. They ugly. Nah, bro, I'm gonna double down. Fuck that nigga. Um, so my dream collab, um. Is pretty much Patagonia and anybody. So like, I really think if they, did, if they did like Patagonia <laughs> collab with any sneaker, any Nike Jordan, and did a shoe, just like do the colors from the logo, freaking the best you can. Or I also fantasize like, what if there was like a, a Jordan model, maybe like a Jordan Four, Jordan uh, Five, done by like only New York in like corduroys. And uh, Patagonia going colors, LL Bean type colors. Oh, my mic's acting funny. Mic check, mic check. We good? Yep. Sounded. Yeah. My mic so, bugging out. Um, but yeah, out. If, yeah, if only New York were to do uh, a shoe with Jordan, that would be probably my dream collab right there. Um, 
And then for the sneaker I've always wanted, I uh, I put the Supreme SB Trainer 2s. Any color. Really the black and red, but any color. They made like a black one. They made a red pair. They made a blue pair uh, and a white pair. That's like the reverse of the black pair. And it's just like, they're just super clean. You flip them over upside down. They got like uh, the Supreme logo when you put the shoes together. And it's just so, so fire, so clean. And um, it was a bridge between the two worlds because, like, I always came up with the skate shit. You know, I remember begging my mom to take me to Supreme when I was, like, 10 years old to buy a board and shit. Um, and then everything just came, like, worlds collided on that. So, And I, I never got them. I was pissed off because that's, like, also the timing. I don't really remember when it came out, but that's the timing when SBs were becoming... Like Super just becoming impossible to get, mm-hmm. and it kind of caught me, you know, off guard. Um, and yeah, man, that's uh, that's my list, man. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so crazy that that you say that. It's 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 crazy how the sneakers that we always want or that we always want are the ones that we don't have, right? It's just like, right. I, I just wonder what this conversation would be like if we all had the sneakers that we always wanted. Like how it would make us feel right now? Like yo, I man, you know, like I don't really have sneakers that I want, bro. Like, cause I got them all already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, for the most part, yes, absolutely. But I mean, the ones that basically we just said these are kind of like essentially like our holy grail type thing, right? And it's it's that sneaker that you always want. It's like I just would be curious how we all would be if we actually had them in our possession because we have everything else that we need. But we all would have just looked behind us on our awesome sneaker just, wall. Just, like, just picked it up. Yeah, and yep, showed it no, to each I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I have a question for you guys. Shoot. All right. So we all said a sneaker that, we you know, we always loved and what it meant to us. Mm-hmm. So what is – everybody knows what sneaker that they either hate or would, like, would, would never want to receive ever. <laughs> <laughs> to start it off, I, I'd start it off. Any pro kid. <laughs> I, I, I always... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I hate I hated pro kids. I hate pro kids. I do not like them. I hate them. Another one, for example, felis. I hate them. I don't care. It's not about the brand because I could definitely rock some Fila sweats or whatever. Don't care. It's not the brand. It's the sneaker itself. So pro kids and Fila's. Go. <laughs> Reebok Zigtex. <laughs> you remember those? Oh. <laughs> Yo. Wow. Uh, uh, those would be one. Uh, you went into the <laughs> deepest pocket of my brain just bro, now. God, bro, damn. you're welcome. You're welcome. Definitely mids. I might have to slap the shit out of you. You bring me some mids. Um, mid Jordan ones, that would be. Um, and any of the KOs, since we talk about those all the time. Um, yeah. That, yeah, that would wow. be it. But Zigtech is definitely... Pretty much anything Reebok outside of, <laughs> of outside of Sack Gnosis <laughs> and, and uh, Iversons, like that's anything out of, outside of that is, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Who's next? 
Sharana. Yeah, I think I think for me it if you if anybody <laughs> ever came to me and say, hey, this is for you. I open it. I thought and about, it's, I thought about and it's, you when I saw these. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw these and they screamed. They screamed Sharon. And if I open the box and it's a pair of fly knit Jordans, no. I, uh, that, they hit Chris hard. They hit Chris hard. They hit Chris hard. I can't. I know. I can't. Honestly, you're the only one that, like, I give that pass to because, like, you know, it's just, like when you do it, when you do it, it's not like it's not bad, but like and it's not try hardy either. Yeah, like, it's not, not try hardy. Like some people get these fly knit Jordans because they are fly knit, not because they are Jordans. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, Chris, Chris like, is Chris is also the only person that I know that owns yeah. fly knit Jordans. The only person that yeah, I, I know. I feel like I'm the only one that I'm the, I'm the <laughs> only one that ever seen. That I've seen in Planet Jordans. Yeah, no, yeah, I, see, I, yeah. I haven't seen anybody. You're the only, so, the only person I know that has them, but I've seen Planet Jordans and on like you know just random people like walking about, and it's like it's not good. Like it's <laughs> yo, I don't and I don't. For the, listeners, for the listeners, I own a pair of Jordan Air Jordan One Royal Flyknits. Yes. So the black, blue white soul flying it jordan ones <laughs> reason there's a reason there's a reason behind them so briefly 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 before for, sir, before i cut off uh sharon i'm sorry for cutting you off already but briefly i ordered these because i've all i did always want a pair of royals or bread jordan ones they're pricey or they were pricey at the time and or they sold out like you know i couldn't find them so I mean, I settled for the availability of the Air Jordan Flyknit 1 Royal. Um, and fucking, they're comfortable as shit. I don't have to worry about creasing. I clean them. <laughs> I keep them. I keep them up to, up, up to, you know, they're, they're, they're nice. I keep them clean. Them tens and tens, but I, I keep them clean though. Like, Yo, look at what I got. <laughs> I'm not the flexor on them, but it's just like, all right, shit, okay. So that's why I feel like Sharon can give me the pass. It's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's because of your it's, it's, it's because of your purpose that I, I give you the pass. But like outside of <laughs> out, outside of you know, like outside of that, it's just also like I don't know, just the the, Didn't they the come out with a three, two. And that was oh my god, that was <laughs> oh my god. That was about to, I was about to I was about to get to that. I, like that's what I was gonna say. If they if they just kept it at the ones, like just the breads and the royals, that would be cool. I'd be like, all right, it ended there. Cool. We all <laughs> it's like, nah, let's go to another silhouette. And it's probably gonna keep <laughs> happening. And I'm not gonna hold you. They probably gonna bring that bitch back on another silhouette sometime soon. Probably. Um, Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. The first pair of flying I ever had was the uh I got I got actually got these as a gift. The uh the Air Force Ones. Hmm. I had the all white all white Air Force Ones, ones flyknits. Yeah, yeah I, know I got those about. as a gift. And yeah. I honestly was was stoked because when you get Air Forces, right? You're hmm. you're concerned about the durability of them, 
you don't want to crease these shoes. You don't want to crease an Air Force, a white Air Force. Nobody gives a fuck about the black ones. <laughs> but you don't want to crease a, a white Air Force. You don't want that heavy crease. And you don't want to, you don't want them to be dirty. My main concern for the fly knits was getting them dirty because they're all white with a clean, with a clear sole. But they are the most comfortable pair of forces I've ever worn. <laughs> so like when I got the Jordan ones, I was like, those were my choice. <laughs> like, like those, those were, those were all on me. And I was like, fuck it. These are hella comfortable. Boom. But I feel you, Ron. I wouldn't want to see anybody else. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't want to see anybody else in flying it Jordans ever. That's It's just like, I don't know. It's just, and by all means, I have flying it runners that like, you know, whenever it doesn't happen often, but whenever I do some physical activity, um, I'll, you know, I'll wear them and they're, and they're comfy. That's why they but, came out with that with that technology. For, but then when, activity. but then when I saw we're announcing the Jordan One Flyknit, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know what to think. I was like, what man? What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep going in on it. You know, that's 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 the that's the that's, that's the enough. Yes. Not, anybody listening out there, if you're my friend, if you're just a fan, don't to never never. Not, yeah, never, never, never bring that to me. <laughs> Jew, Julius. is there one? Yeah, there's got to be one for you. Mm. He like them all. <laughs> don't yeah, no, man, I don't know. Just like the, the senseless lows. That's all I'm really against, you know, like the, the Jordan 6 lows or the. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Anything know, the that Jordan was everything lows. that was once a mid or a high, don't hand them. Don't hand you the low version of that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hand me the version. Unless it's an IE, unless it's a Jordan 11 IE. Mm-hmm. I always wanted those. Yes. Cement. Likewise. Fair, the fair game. Fair ones game. Or the black ones. But yeah, that's my problem with the game is these motherfucking niggas thinking they can just low some shit in this. It's summertime. Fuck out of here. That's that's oh, literally like you hand, you hand Julius a pair of low anything. That was once a high. You're lowballing him, yo. Like, man, like, nigga, you do I look like I wear a motherfucking ankle braces, nigga? Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Two charm braces around my ankle and shit. Oh shit. Uh, it look like I wear no show socks. <laughs> oh man. Oh God, yeah. Let's please get rid of no show socks too. That can go away. Please get <laughs> hey, rid of those man. forever. Hey man, nah, I'm bro. Show my ankles, bro. Nah, you can show your ankles. Just tuck your shits down. Just flap the sock nah, over man. it. Like that. They made them for a reason. <laughs> nah, bro, get them going. Yo, hey, yo, no bullshit, no bullshit, and do it like on some real shit. When low, when low, so when low. No show socks. Sorry, it's a tongue twister for me. When no show socks came out, that's when like the van the era. That's that's like the era of the van era, right? Vans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got your vans on. They look like sneakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like everybody was wearing vans, and everybody had on no show socks. Everybody and everyone was wearing no show socks, and if you had on high socks, you everybody was clowning you. I don't know when it came into play again where 
high school. Oh, I know when when basketball socks came, like the the, the basketball socks came out. Yeah. That's when it was okay to show off your socks. Stance socks. That's right. when it's okay to show off your socks again. But nobody now is like, oh, oh, you wearing some no, you don't got on. Where your socks at? Where your socks at? I had, nah, I had, I, was, I'm a, I had I'm a those no sock fan. But fan. listen, I could never wear those. First off, if you're wearing no shows with Vans, hold on, hold on. But you wearing them with Vans <laughs> and that leather part around the fucking you gonna tell me that you didn't get a fucking blister and that shit didn't get rub against your fucking heel your ankle and all that shit that yeah, leather was fucking terrible yeah well i, I mean if you had no if, the, if you had no right. show that shit went under your ankles or nah. your ankles and that was it Pers- nah. personally they, they got me, different brands of no shows <laughs> personally for me doing doing no show socks y'all remember no bev no the fuck is no that bev? oh no bev I, I, maybe this was just like my generation when i was in high school but no bev was like such a huge thing it was like basically if you got caught lacking at lunch with no bev you would get and oh. it was like it was on twitter facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you just get posted like look at this mofo with no yeah, that's yeah, the equivalent to me that's the equivalent to me for no show socks <laughs> I can't do it. It's basically no bed for your feet. <laughs> and on that note, I think we can close this shit the fuck out. Uh, it's been a long episode, but it's episode 100. We might as well just sit here and I guess this is our uh, our going away shit. Thanks, Juke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate you. Uh, it's been great. Uh, you know, we love y'all being here. Be good. You know, drive home safely. Tuck your kids Mama, in. I love you. Smack your wife on the ass. Call a good day. We love you. Thank you guys for listening if you made it this far. <laughs> Spark something up in the air. Light it up. Light it up. Easy. You clean the episode one on one. Great. Been great. Put your lighters out. Spring your cell phones. Lighters out. Uh, we love y'all. Appreciate y'all. It's been episode one hundred. For the love of hype, we truly thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys for listening. And let's get to the next 100. Uh, for myself, this is Chris, Jew, Sharon. You. Thank you for listening to another episode of For the Love of Hype, episode 100. We out this bitch. Let's go.